Hey, brother. Hello, brother. Welcome to a depressing Season 7, <laughs> Episode 4 of Match Wits. We are your Cleveland Browns loving brothers. I'm yeah. Steve, alongside my seven-year younger brother, Christopher Michael. That's Say me. Something. Go Browns. <laughs> so, Browns go to Browns, man. So, although this is not a sports podcast, we have touched on this topic uh, and, and, uh, and other episodes, so I think we'll just jump into it because we're both licking our wounds today as we entered the twenty to this season with the twenty nineteen uh, football season with a ton, ton of expectation and optimism. We forgot where we came from. Yep, Browns we get- forgot that we are Browns fans yep. and that we life is not without struggle. So am I giving up? No. Am I anything? It's just a good reminder and an opportunity for us to remember that we're Browns fans. This is the way we roll. Yep. And we're going to have games like this. We're going to everybody. We're the world's team. We're America's team where everybody either loves us or hates us. And we come out home opener. Like people were lining up at the Muni lot last night at nine o'clock at night. It didn't uh-huh. open. To tailgate, it didn't open to tailgate until seven a.m. this morning. So the, people were like, "Yeah, it was like Stones tickets or something." Yep. The the video of the guy that you had sent me, I actually saw that on Twitter beforehand of the guy just taking the header off the top of the car in the middle of the Muni lot when the barstool guy was like standing right in front of him. Yeah. And then did you read the follow up that he refused to go to the hospital? Yeah, they finally ended up getting him. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> joked like he's in the concussion. He's like the concussion, concussion protocol, protocol wins. Yeah, um, yeah. The guy did a header. I was like, that's not a good sign. Like, uh, that's like, just not a good omen. Yeah, and the Twitter like the the replies below made a good point. Like he didn't even try to get his hands up to like, <laughs> like to like to like brace himself to fall. Like he was just out, and he felt like you know the seven feet straight down to the hard concrete. I, I was glad at least they followed up and that guy wasn't dead. I was like, oh. <laughs> I know, that, that that looked pretty bad. And there's there's a lot of videos, Steve. Like when that happens, and I, I'll laugh at first, and I'm like, oh boy, and then I'll have to do a little bit of googling to make sure that that person isn't in like intensive care or has like permanent head trauma, and then I can feel better about laughing at it. Then I can go back right, and be like, oh, right. no one got seriously hurt. It was just a drunk Browns fan taking a header off the top of a car. Right. And, and and but those are serious. Like, in particular, the ones like I follow, and I think I told you, like Rex Chapman, the basketball yep. player, like the blo- blocker, the blocker charge. charge, and like people, like the woman the other day who got hit by a bus. Did you see yeah, that? I Where did. She got run over. And I was like, I, I, that was like I. Sometimes I have to like scroll through it real fast so I don't see it because it's it gets pretty pretty bad. Yep. People falling downstairs. It's, it's one thing like when it's just like a. At home, like you slip down a couple of stairs, and it's like, ha ha. Some of these are pretty bad. Yeah. And that guy falling off the van or whatever at the Muni lot today was pretty bad. Yes, so. it was. But so was the Browns game itself. Pretty bad. Yeah. Now, in Come contrast, on. did you see the? I think I said it to you, um, the Bruce Smith. Oh yeah. The, why I don't know that I ever recall. So this is. Um, and I, I guess I, I think I retweeted it uh, this week. If not, I'll do it again. But somewhere somebody posted footage of Bruce Smith, of the, the defensive lineman for the Buffalo Bills, uh, was on the air drunk 
possibly. And yeah. he, and he he goes down. Like he's being interviewed and and the guy that the the kind of the anchor that's the lead that's talking to him, like he never breaks. Like nope. he's never like, Are you okay? He just keeps talking. And Bruce Smith just kind of he takes like three steps backwards and he goes completely down, hands still in his pockets. Yep. Much like the guy falling off the van today. Like <laughs> It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. But that was, what was that, the like late 80s, early 90s? Like, that was kind of par for the course, man. They were all crazy back then. Oh, yeah. I mean, CTE is like, uh, yeah. like whatever. Like, hey, I can make the voices stop if I just drink or whatever. Like, yep. So, but anyways. So, it was a rough It was a rough day. Brownsville bounced back. It's not the end of the world. I'm not, I'm not disappointed. It's one game. They, you know, the, the fact that, like, we, we beat ourselves, like, the fact that we we know now how we play against a seven and eight seven eight and one team, which is not very well. Yeah. Um, how many penalties ten- did we have? We I, had like thirty. Yeah, I 36? think we finished with like eighteen, which was yeah. a sh- like too shy of the record. Yeah. Uh, eighteen penalties for one hundred and eighty-two yards. There was one like series that we got four in a row. It was like four straight plays. Oh, we that, got that, per- that their first touchdown drive because yeah. they weren't gaining yards on offense. The defense mm-hmm. was playing well. And then it would be like, you know, roughing the passer, pass interference, unsportsmanlike conduct, kicking somebody in the face. Like, uh, so yeah. it was, it was bad. I mean, it was, it was bad knowing how much Freddie tries to discipline them and how much in the preseason they cut down on penalties and everything. That was a, that was a bad show for, that was bad. for, for our team. But we get to bounce back against the Jets on Monday Night Football in prime time. Oh, yeah. Or we can just embarrass ourselves further and, yeah. Shat the bed. We'll see. Something was off with the offense, too. Uh, it just looked like they were not calling. Like, last year they had such a rhythm at the end of the year. Like, Freddie's plays were like, Baker didn't have the ball for longer than two seconds because the line, they you know, and they had a be- arguably had a slightly better line because they had Kevin Zeitler last year, but it just seemed like he was hanging on to the ball for a long time and he wasn't quite in rhythm. So I was the, the the openings like the opening drive. I was like, all right, like that looked like the 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 offense from last year. But then immediately after that, once we missed the friggin' extra point, which I can't I can't do this again for an entire season of having kick, <laughs> kicking problems. Like it's just so maddening. But after that, it just felt like everything kind of fell apart, and it was eh, whatever. Yeah. Defense Rumble. is good. I mean, Gr- and, and the defense fell apart too. I mean, I think the defense just kind of got tired of being on the field. Miles sure. Garrett, I think, got tired of being held on every play, and then not calling it. So, grumble, grumble, grumble. So, anyways, it's next next Monday, a week from Monday, a week from tomorrow is a, is another game. It's going to be a long eight days. I'm going to tell you though, because I know the players are ready to get back on the field. I'm ready to watch watch them again because it's just. It just I, – I don't know that the last eight games of last year I felt this bad. Like, I don't know that there was a game – maybe the Texans game Texans where we game. were clearly out of it. But all the other games were – whether we won or lost, I felt like we at least played and entertaining to watch and all that. Yeah. This was not entertaining. No, it was not. No. All right. So – what I thought we'd do on this podcast, and this will be a little bit shorter than our normal. We've been averaging 70, 80 minutes. I think our last one was, what, 85 minutes or something like that. Um, yeah, something like that. We'll go a little bit shorter. We're not going to do a, a top movie list. I thought we'd break it up. And we did skip Labor Day last week, and I actually was thinking about doing this last week for Labor Day. 
uh, but we skipped it just with family obligation stuff they, they, they came in. So we took the week off last week, and we're, we're back this week. Um, so what I thought we would do, Chris, is it's something I was just thinking about. I was like, this would be, this would be good to do on the podcast because it's one of those things I think about, like when you hear people say movie quotes mm-hmm. and they're wrong. Yes, it drives and, me nuts. Yeah, so uh, and I'm not gonna. This isn't a quiz whether you're right or wrong type of thing. Well, I'm not gonna keep score, but I have a list of I don't know 16 or 17 movie quotes that are really popular, but they're really not accurate. So okay. I will. Uh, I got to figure out how I'm gonna do this. So I'm gonna ask you. I think if I tell you the movie and the line, I'm gonna ask you if you know the quote, and then I'll give you the actual quote. Okay. Does that work? So the first yeah. one I the first one I have is the famous quote from Forrest Gump when he's sitting on the bench. Mama and that always, quote would be Mom always said life is like a box of chocolates, you never know what you're gonna get. Correct. However, that's the incorrect quote. The okay. correct quote was Mama always said life was like a box of chocolates. What did I say? Life is like a box of chocolates. Oh, so I added the word like? Instead of was, yes. That's a small one. I was just, I was just wanting to get us going. I was just wanting to get it going. So, pretty petty, but okay. Yeah, right. Fine. Right. So this has to be, I have to get it verbatim? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Everybody, that's the whole thing is everybody gets the gist. That's why they say it wrong. Um, next one, Wizard of Oz. Um, the, the line uh, where Dorothy is talking to Toto, and she says... What, we're not in Kansas anymore? Correct. That is we're... the incorrect. That is the misquote. The okay. correct The correct quote is, Toto, I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. But everybody says, Toto, we're not in Kansas anymore. Okay. Well, I haven't watched that movie in like 20 years. And the last time I watched it was with Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon underneath it. So it probably wasn't <laughs> in the right mindset to actually hear the quotes exactly. So maybe... And especially a movie that's, what, 75 years old? Something like that. And I remember yeah. that was one of those ones that, didn't they play it, like, on PBS or something? Because I remember watching it at our our Polish grandparents' duplex, like, on 26th Street. <laughs> like, I remember sitting crisscross applesauce in a black and white TV watching Wizard of Oz, which with commercials is, like, ends up with, like, that's got to be at least two hours. Yeah, probably. Right? Because I think that's a pretty long, at least at the time as a kid, it was like, all right. And it, and it was, Wizard of Oz could be a little scary. Like, I was not not a huge fan of that movie when I was a kid. No. I always thought the, the, the lion, the cowardly lion always pissed me off. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, it's just one of those things, like, always from growing up, I don't know why. It was just the... It was because he was swinging his tail around or something. Because he was a coward. Mm, that's that why. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Oh, for two. Great. Okay. This, is, this feels like the entire thing is designed to impunge my my film my film credibility. It's no, like no, no, me. that's not it. Because everybody gets these wrong. Like I, when I looked at any of these, there's only a couple that I was like, oh, that's clearly wrong. But we as a culture have just adopted the wrong quote as being what it is because it's easier to remember, it's easier to say, whatever. Um, the next one, uh, this is a little more obscure. It's from The Graduate. Um, it's uh, it's when Dustin Hoffman is talking to Miss Robinson, asks her a very important question. Are you trying to seduce me, Mrs. Robinson? 
Well, well, the misquote is a lot of people say, Miss Robinson, are you trying to seduce me? The actual quote is, Miss Robinson, you're trying to seduce me, aren't you? Okay. It's another one. Again, people, I think, just shorten it for sure for brevity. So that one, again, not hung up. Now, we're going to go to one that's clearly in your wheelhouse. Um, Bell Bib DeVoe. It is. It is. I want you to name in order by age the members of. No. Uh, no, it's from Jaws. Okay. It's the quote about the boat. Yeah. You're so, going to need a bigger boat. Correct. That's, every, the, everybody, that, that's the misquote. What's the real quote? You're going to need a bigger boat. That's what I said. Oh, I specifically okay. said you're, Steve. Like, don't, don't, okay. uh-uh. All right. The I specifically, is we're going to need a bigger boat. And because that line was improv. That was not in the script. That was Roy Snyder seeing the, jo- or seeing the animatronic pop out of the water for, like, the first time when it actually worked. And him backing up into that wheelhouse and saying, you're going to need a bigger boat, talking to Quint directly. Yes. Got it. Okay. Sorry. So... Funny thing, side side thing about um, Jaws, because um, again, no, it's a big movie in your uh, yeah in your repertoire. Yeah. You know, Brody with the whole Brody thing. Yes. Um, so we were down, um, Maya and I were down at Pike's Market. You know, the famous fish market down on the water in Seattle where they throw the fish and all that. Um, in, in in the basement, Pike's Market's got a ton of shops. You only ever see the people throwing the fish around. But down below, there's kind of a cool gift and collectible shop. They have like movie scripts. And it's like it's a comic shop. They've got they've got everything in there. And then they have those what are they, the, the Funko, the Funko you know pops. Yeah, the, the little, pops. Yeah, yeah. The little big head things. Yeah, yeah. So in the glass case, they have a Jaws Funko, which is the Jaws shark. With Quint sticking out of it, yeah, yep. It's a collect. I guess it came from the maybe from the the Seattle Comic Con because it was like sixty bucks, and I almost I almost bought it because it was like because I was like, "Why you got to check this out?" Because you know those fun because all the they're, they're, those pops are all pretty much the same size box, right? They're just little squares. This thing was like four times the size because it was a <laughs> it was a shark with like blood coming out of it and like the top of another Funko pop in its mouth. It was pretty funny. I think they. I think Funko has a, a cross promotional thing with Alamo Drafthouse and Mondo Tees. Mondo does all these really cool designs for posters and like when they re release stuff. So they that may be something to do with the big. It may have been like the 30th anniversary or 40th anniversary of Jaws not too long ago. So that might be one of the commemorative things from that. Cool. It, but it was it was. I almost bought it, and I almost bought it for Charlie, but he would want to open it and play with it. I was like, "Come on, it's got to stay in the package." Yeah. All right, so, all right, next, um, next one on the list. This is this is maybe not a great one, but this is from Wall Street. This is uh, was it Michael Douglas's character? Yeah. Uh, which people always shorten it to. Greed is good. Greed is good. Greed the actual, works. Yeah, Greed works. The, the the actual quote is the point is ladies and gentlemen that greed, greed. for lack of a better word is, is good. good greed works greed is what i think it's like what put you in this room and what kept you here and i used to know the whole speech i used to love that thing and then i realized that i hate charlie sheen <laughs> <laughs> kind, of, kind of ruins that for me and then i realized oliver stone's a nutbag so it's two in the negative column oh there you go so 
All right. Uh, next one. I think this is another one. Like Planet of the Apes is pretty big on your list too, right? The original. No. 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 All right. The Mark wasn't the Mark Wahlberg remake. No, it was no. not. No. Not the, the, the 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 remake, the the newest ones that came out were really good, but no, I have no attachment or you know what I mean. Like I, I don't even really remember the Charlton Heston ones. Got it. Like I've seen them. Sure, I've seen right. at least a handful of them, but I don't know. Well, this the 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 often misquoted line from the movie is "Get your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty ape." Yeah, which the actual quote is "Take your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty ape." Okay, that's, get that's, take whatever that was. Yeah, that's a little, a little petty. More semantics. A little, yeah, a little petty. A little right. bit. And I guess Planet of the Apes not in either of our wheelhouses. No. If we're going to still use the wheelhouse metaphor. Um, next one, Field of Dreams. The if most iconic. Yep. If you build it, he will come. That is the correct quote. Yes. Not they will come. It's he. He's talking about he his dad. Because his dad will come. Right. Yep. He doesn't know that Shoeless Joe Jackson and the rest of them are going to show up. Like he built it for his right. dad. Like the voice is telling him about his dad. He doesn't know it's about his dad until after. Right. Until he builds it. He just hears the voice. If you build it, he will come. Yeah. Such a good movie. I forgot. How, and, and James Earl Jones is that movie. Like, awesome. Sure. Yeah. And he plays, what, J.D. Salinger, basically? He was like a right. recluse writer. Yeah. Like a, like a they, beat writer or whatever. Didn't he? Isn't the Major League Baseball doing a series? They rebuilt the field in Iowa, and they're going to they're gonna play a series, or they did not too yeah, long exactly. ago? Yeah, exactly. No, they're, they're going to do it next year. I think they're the Yankees and the Cubs or something, or... Yeah, I don't remember. I can't but. remember who's going to play, but yeah, they're going to. Yankees, yeah. Yeah, Yankees are going to play somebody there, but yeah, they're going to be there, which I think is super cool. Sure, it's a, Kevin Costner should only make baseball movies. <laughs> the top five Kevin Costner movies are pretty much all baseball movies. Bull Durham, Bull Durham for the love of the Field game. Of dreams for the Field love of the game. game. My God, yeah. that was good. That was good. Like the whole yeah. telling the story where he's pitching in the perfect. Is he pitching yeah. a perfect game or no hitter? No hitter. No, I don't know. I, well, it I doesn't matter. But the the fact that it's unfolding as he goes and he's telling yeah. the story leading up to that, yeah. yeah. Who did that movie? Do you know, you know any of the background? Like, I've watched that in no. probably since college, but I remember watching no. it in college probably ten times because it's so good. No, not really. The love of the what? Are, what are his other baseball movies? I don't know. You didn't give me time to research. I would have been able to look all the stuff up. Okay. Yeah. Well, do you want to do a whole episode on Kevin Costner movies? Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi directed for the love of the game. Ah, I well, never you, knew that. There you go. Wow. Not what I was expecting. Okay, so maybe I should rectify that or uh, change it to Kevin Costner should only make sports movies because I clicked on it and I saw Tin Cup pop up. And I oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, think, <laughs> I would agree. Only sports movies because Tin Cup was great are, too. Tin Cup was great. All right, next one, Silence of the Lambs. And no. No, it's not put the lotion in the basket. That's not the misquote. Put, put the lotion in the basket. <laughs> it puts the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. I, Steve, I still have the, the song from when he does the the prettiest girl in the world dance when he tucks his junk between his legs. It's oh, that, it. the, the psych remake of Goodbye Horses. Every time it pops on like my, it's on my phone. So it, it pops up on random. I start doing the dance and Aaron just goes, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Would you, would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. <laughs> where, where were we at when I sent you guys, like, I think I sent you and Jen, a picture of the hotel lotion in a basket? <laughs> I don't remember. And, and you guys were both like, groan. 
Like, but I, I, Steve, do you know how weird it is to make that quote and then have someone not get it immediately and how crazy you sound? Because you, you, Jen, and I have used that quote <laughs> for 25 years. So, like, we just vaguely reference it and it makes us laugh. And for most part, if someone has an affinity towards Silence of the Lambs, they, they know that quote. But you do that around somebody who doesn't know the quote and you just sound like a crazy person. I did it, <laughs> right, I, exactly. I did it in a group. But what I did in a group of people, and I thought I was like, "Ah, oh, these are all a bunch of film nerds," and I did it, and they all just looked at me like, "What did you just say?" I'm like, "Oh, never mind." It's quote. <laughs> Moving on. Backpedal. Backpedal. <laughs> all right. So the the and this seems to, this is a I think this is a gross misquote, right? Which is Anthony hello. Hopkins. Hello, says, Clarys. Why, right. hello, Clarys. Right. Hello, Clarice. But he actually says, he never says hello, Clarice. He says, good evening, Clarice. Oh, good evening, Clarice. You, you do the, silence, the silence of the lambs. Yes. Yes. So I love that, that, movie. that one, that one's a grow again. But it's, it's, I think it's the whole idea is people grab on the concepts and they lose the actual, like some of the nuance in there. My um, my favorite my favorite story about or using Silence of the Lambs as a backdrop is the first time I went to Aaron's parents' house and I went down to like their rec room where they have all these framed photos of throughout the years. So there's one that it, <laughs> they're all wearing like turtlenecks and blazers, like the entire family. So it's their dad has like a mustache. Her mom's wearing like a blazer. It, it, they look like a family of serial profilers. Like they all look like FBI agents. And like <laughs> Aaron, Aaron kind of looks like Clary Starling in it. Like her hair is a little bit darker. It's got the same haircut. So anytime I just turned and looked at Aaron, I said, "Why, hello, Clary." <laughs> she just goes, "That's not funny." And I was like, "You guys look like serial profilers." <laughs> well, speaking of which, I think this would be uh, we could be an okay time to detour a little bit, right? Okay. We didn't we didn't pod last week, but I did finish. In rather short order, I finished it over the course of two weekends. Finished season two of Mindhunter, and <laughs> don't I'm not done with it. Oh, you're not done with it? No. Okay, I won't say no. anything then. No, I, I watched some other stuff. I don't even remember right. what I watched. I've been reading a lot. All right, so I will watch. say though the one like so you know a lot of that's filmed in Pittsburgh. Yeah, and a lot of it's filmed in Mount Lebanon. Yep, where our friends live and our sister lives and all that. Um, so, and in particular, I can't remember who told me, but the, the, um, why am I spacing on his name? Not the younger guy, but the older, the, the, the one that kind of helped come up with the program, the more seasoned FBI agent, uh, Bill Tench, Bill Tench. Yeah. So Bill Tench's house, the exterior shots that they use are like, I think right in Jen's neighborhood. <laughs> Cause you and you look at this house and you're like, oh my god, that looks it literally it's like it's like a split level where the garage is down below, you know, like On the almost, hill. Yeah, into the hill, and then you have to walk upstairs to the front door. Like yeah. you can completely see it's that brown, brown brick kind of you know, it's supposed to be in Fredericksburg, Virginia, but it's in because Pittsburgh, because nobody's knocked down those houses. That nope. it gives you the period backdrop for what you know, those houses were all built back in the 60s and, and yep. were in existence then. So, And they really haven't been updated since then. Like the interiors right. maybe, but they leave the, the exteriors the same. Exactly. So, no, exactly. Jen, said she, Jen said she saw a shooting in the, in the area once and it was all like mid-70s cars. And I was like, oh, it was probably mine on her. They had to like block the one road. Oh, yeah. Right that, up, right so the, the, church where they, the church where they filmed the part of it is a church over by the ruse. 
on oh. the other side of Mount Lebanon. And, and Shannon said, yeah, they had their, she saw people walking around dressed in like 70s attire <laughs> and there was 70s cars because because now they're in the 70s now, right? Or they're actually in the early 80s. I'm trying to think of where they're at, late 70s. Anyways, there was all period cars and people period like walking around the church by their house. So that's pretty cool. Yep. All right. Anyways, uh, moving back. um, uh, Another one, King Kong. I don't know if you're going to get this, the the misquote. It wasn't wasn't Beauty that killed the beast or whatever it is. Correct. People misquote it typically as, "'Twas Beauty that killed the beast. And in actuality, it was Beauty that killed the beast. It was Beauty that killed the beast. Actually, if we want to be technical, it was the fall from the building that killed the beast. But the I think impact. they're more existential, which was know. the draw of the was it Jessica Lang? No, <laughs> in the in the original, I don't know. No, who was the original? I don't. Know. I don't oh, dollar bet. No, I have no idea. No. <laughs> oh, because you know, the original one was like thirties. Yeah, it was like forty two. Yeah, well, that wasn't Jessica Lang. That was uh... no. no, Jessica Lang was oh, in the nineties. Uh, somebody, somebody Lee, somebody Lee, Amy Lee. Uh, no, that's, yeah. no, that's Indigo Girls. Um, Amy Lee was not an indigo girl. She was an Evanescence. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Kong. 2005. 19, Faye Ray. Faye Ray. Nine, 19, thir, 19, oh, thir, Amy Ray. in the indigo girls. Not Amy not, Lee. I was 19, so close. You see how my Brian works. 1933. Right. That's great. Yeah. I was, I was in, I was like, what? I was eighth grade that year? Yeah. All right. Casablanca. What? Put the song, the play it again. It's not play it again, Sam. It's I know that's not the right quote. That song, Sam, play it again or play it repeatedly. Or I don't know. I know what you're talking. about. No, but about, you're but you're, you're right. You're right. So everybody misquotes it as play it again, Sam. When the quote is actually play it, Sam. Play as good as time goes by. Yeah, which is the song name. But everybody says that play it again, Sam. You know what's really funny is I really don't like Casablanca at all. And I'm like a film historian buff. I can't stand that. Like Why? Because Bogart's 5'2". He's supposed to be this grizzled, hard-boiled detective. He's friggin' 5'2". What are you going to do, step on someone's foot? Come on, he Luke can't... Skywalker was like 5'8". That's different. He is a space wizard. <laughs> <laughs> it he is a space wizard. That's what I mean, like, uh, like it's, you don't, that doesn't matter. Like, he's a space wizard. He's not this grizzled, gumshoe detective that's supposed to be like this intimidating force i don't even know is he philip marlowe in that movie or is that not i don't know i don't know but i don't really care all right snow white and the seven dwarfs oh god i don't know i don't even know what quote you're referring to the mirror mirror yeah so finish that mirror mirror on the wall tell me mirror what is wrong i don't know No, the misquote is mirror, mirror on the wall. Who is the fairest of them all is the misquote. That's what everybody says, right? Mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all. The actual quote from the the Disney animated movie is magic mirror on the wall. Who is the fairest one of all? Yeah. And the mirror says, it's Cinderella, bitch. (laughs) I don't know. Dude, I haven't haven't seen the original original Cinderella or Snow White or any of those. Thirty years, so not not what we say. You're holding out for the live action version, like like Aladdin and Lion King, and no, we've we've discussed this at great lengths, and I do not want to anger the mouse any further and get Disney's lawyers to come find me and break my legs. So we're not going to discuss that anymore. 
We were talking about mine. I we were walking around that comic book shop. And we were talking about like stuff that's primed for a reboot. Like it would be great if it came back. And we talked about the uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender because the kids are really into like anime and yeah. and all that stuff. And that that the original they did the Legend of Korra, which happens like a hundred years or you know kind of after uh, Ang, who's the Last Airbender. But that original couple seasons, the Last Airbender was really good. So we talked about you know rebooting that, and then we talked about the Gargoyles. And yep. I think we talked about this on the pod before. Oh yeah, and she's like, "But not as a live action, right?" I was like, "No, nope. <laughs> no, it's got it's got to be it's got to be in that classic two D animation. I don't want yeah. any updated. I don't want fancy, fa- fancy animation that distracts from the storytelling. Exactly. No. Why, why reboot everything? Like, just let it go. I know, but it, there, if they, like, but that stumped them. Like, it's like it didn't go on long enough. There's stuff that went on a long time. I was like, all right, that was good. Sure, but I felt like my like. It would be it'd be cool to have some more gargoyles, anyways. But the percentage of ones, the percentage of remakes that get it right, is drastically smaller than the ones that get it horribly wrong. Mm. So right. I would rather just let let the original exist in the perfection that it is, and don't mess with it. That's true. That's just my. All opinion. right. How about Apollo thirteen? Which is funny because this is more than just a like Apollo thirteen didn't popularize this quote this quote has been around forever. Houston we have a problem isn't the right one I'm assuming correct it is uh, Houston we've had a problem we've had a problem okay yeah so big on just, people not big on tenses with these things yeah, but, yeah like, well that's just, it's what happens man it's like the telephone game it's just, you repeat it over and over again you're gonna lose modifiers and right. tenses and people are dumb <laughs> so my, the next one is a, a one I like because it's a again it's uh and it, it's just people shorten this stuff up and it just again they take it out of context which is Dirty Harry's most famous quote which is uh, I can do the whole thing he's like I know what you're asking yourself did he fire six, five no, six no, no, shots no, that, or... not, not, not that one do you feel lucky punk yeah well that's how he that's 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 the lead up to the quote man he says, I know what you're thinking. Did you think, he, did he fire oh, six right, shots right, right, or five? Right. And he goes, yeah. well, do you? Do you feel lucky? Do you, punk? No, the actual, yeah, so the, the <laughs> he said that with like a lot of aggression. Um, I'm sorry. You, I have to you, do it Clint's kind of growl. Do you, you feel lucky, punk? You've got yeah. to ask yourself one question. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? That's the quote. That's not even. That's not from Dirty Harry, right? That's from Magnum Force. No, it's Dirty wrong? Harry. Is it? Mm-hmm. You sure? Mm-hmm. Did you check this? Dollar bet? Look? No. I don't <laughs> you never bet anymore. <laughs> You're like I'm no. up five. It's like me. Playing I'm up five. You, and I'm it's like done. me playing you in basketball and yeah. winning and then never wanting to play again. Yeah, exactly. Hey, that's it's exactly it's what it is. For what twenty odd years? Yeah. It's yeah. Annoying, who won, isn't who it? won the last time we played one on one? I don't even think that was the last time we played one on one. It was you just break up it, the one it time. Was. It was. No, it was and the I, last I, time I, I I retired after that. I walked pretty, pretty off. Pretty sure I, I spotted you points that game. No, too. there was no spotting. We played Bullshit. in we played in the, the back of the townhouses up by where mom and dad lived. Like that 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 parking lot back there. I remember exactly where we played. I won. You lost, and I I retired from one on one sandlot basketball. All right, moving on. <laughs> This isn't a good one. 
But <laughs> then don't do it. Just right. skip it. It's then we're gonna have to. We're not gonna have to go. You're to always the... like. You're always like, dude. We're gonna run out of time. We we're not a sports podcast. Why does it matter? Why do you put all these rules on it? Like, who cares? Like, uh, we could do sports if we want to. Like, That's we could do whatever the f we want. We could do a two hour long podcast and no one would care. Like, you're always like, we're gonna run out of time. Like, no, we're not. That's true. You're good. That's digital. a good point. So if Sunset, it's not a good one, skip it. All right, I'm skipping Sunset Boulevard unless you have no. a, unless you no. have a. Hmm? I have no idea. Like, no, I don't even know what quote you're talking about. From the, I'm ready Boulevard. for my close up, Mister Deville or Mister yeah. Demille. No, and it's actually all right, Mister Demille. I'm ready for my close up. See, that's why I was going to skip it, but somehow you forced me to say it. <laughs> Do you know how you forced me? Because you told me to skip it. Yeah, we're good. The contrarian in me. All right, last one. The most famous misquote. Of all time, the pantheon of movie quotes, oh, and it's completely wrong. Darth Vader to Luke. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No, I am your father. Is the correct yes actual He's, quote? He doesn't People say, Luke, say Luke, Luke. I am your father. I'm your father. No. No. Regardless of what Chris Farley does into the fan <laughs> on Tommy Boy, that's no. not the right quote. And he perpetuated it. Sure. Well, anyway. that's what when it becomes a joke when people know the the line from somewhere else, and right. yeah, that, that kind of perpetuates the the misquote. But yeah, you did you really think I was going to get that or the Jaws one wrong? Like no. all the other ones, sure. Like yeah, I might miss a, a, a tense or kind of like a a word in there, but not those two. Those two are mo- mo- of the movies that I've seen repeatedly. Those two I've probably seen more than any other movie. So, and I know I didn't tell you to prepare. I'm just wanting nope. off the off the cuff if you have any others that are like pet peeves because I know you've got a ton of pet peeves about a ton of things, um, <laughs> <laughs> particularly when it comes to movies. Is if you have any that you like, people always misquote Optimus Prime in the '83 um, uh, movie Anim- animated movie. Yeah. No, not really. Oh, you you try to you try to paint me as like I'm this angry dude that like anytime someone misquotes something around me I fly off the handle and just start screaming and berating. I'm like, no, I don't really care. If you want to misquote things and be consistently wrong, go ahead. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just not gonna do it. Like there's been times where people ask like they were saying something like so unbelievably wrong and they used to look over at me and I'm just rubbing my temple and they're like, what's wrong? And I was like, I I don't. I don't want to get into it. And they're like, no, what? Just tell me. And then I'm like, all right, take a deep breath. And then I just launch into like like three minutes of just explaining how what they said was completely wrong. That was like the, the guy that told me I wasn't a, a real Browns fan. He's like, oh, you're one of these fair weather ones that just jumped on when you got Baker. And I was just we, like, just, we just shook all oh. them right off the bandwagon. Oh. But dude, it was the, he looked at me and he just, I think he closed it with, oh, you guys should have never let Belichick go. So I just I did that. I put my hands on my knees and I took a deep breath and I was like, "All right, son bitch, you're about to get a history lesson." And I just <laughs> ran it through the whole entire thing. He goes, "Oh, so you really are a Browns fan?" Like, yes, I am. They showed a stat today when they were up to 15 penalties and it was like still in like it might even be like the third quarter at halftime. Oh. And they're like, "The last time this was it was 1995. Bill Belichick was the coach." We haven't won a home open. We haven't won a home opener, home opener in 20 years. No, 2004. Jeff Garcia beat the Ravens. Okay. So 15 years. Mm-hmm. I, ra- I rounded up. 
2004, uh, that season, the opener. Oh, that was like right before Maya was born. She's because she's going to turn 15 next month. Yeah, and she's that's in how high long it's, she's, she's in high she's school. She's almost now. in college. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah good times. Brutal. Um, brutal, brutal. Other other things, um, just to catch up on. Um, again, hey, I, I watched the I watched the El Camino trailer finally. Yeah, it looked pretty pretty good. I'm in on that. Yeah, yeah. There's just there wasn't anything in it. You know what I mean? Like it was just it was a small teaser. Like sure, okay, I'm in. I just I'm really interested. I want to see Walter White's back. Mm. He's been ru- he's been rumored to be on set, but it could be flashbacks. It could be he could be talking to a ghost. You know, you never know yeah, if yeah, the yeah. actual characters. Yeah, back, you never see him actually die, right? No, you just see him lay down. You just see him lay down in the lab, and he's bleeding heavily. Mm. That's but, interesting. But I just like Vince, Vince Gillian was on MythBusters because they didn't believe that that they could build a rig that could do that with the M60 and how how lethal it would be. And so they actually built it. And like the, the look on, first of all, Adam Savage was just one of those guys that always looks like he loves his job. He just always has that youthful glee. And right. him and, and Vince Gillian were just like holding on to each other, like jumping up and down as this thing is just mowing a hole in this wall. And they're like, it actually worked. Yay. And they're like jumping <laughs> up and down. I mean, that's, that's one of those ones, like, the, the, all the stuff that's come out of Neil, about Neil deGrasse Tyson, like, he was always one of my top five people I always wanted to have a beer with, but now not so much. But if like, Adam Savage ever comes out and turns out to be, like, a terrible person, I will be heartbroken. <laughs> what did Neil deGrasse Tyson do? I don't he something about gun violence, and we don't care about it unless it's right in our face, and I don't know, mm. he's just... He just, I don't know. He just comes across real holier now sometimes, mm. but... Yeah. So the other thing, and I was going to do it last night, and I I just, I didn't. Because A, I would have to buy it, and it's a real complicated thing. I like to have all my movies that are part of a trilogy on the same service. Okay. It's long, long, and it has to do with the outdoor TV. Anyway, John Wick 3, have you seen it yet? Not yet. Uh-huh. And it's and it's killing me slowly. Like I I just don't want to buy it. I was I'll rent it for an hour. That's why I didn't. Fine. That's why I was gonna buy it. It's like twenty bucks. I'm like ah, yeah. I buy it and I have to buy it on like Amazon or something. But then I have John Wick one and two on Vudu, but you can't watch Vudu on a Fire Stick and blah. That's lame. Well, I just I, I'm starting to get back and like I want to get back into actual physical media. I don't like how they can just take things back. I had to rebuy. I don't know why they did it, and I'm too lazy to actually look. I had to rebuy the Social Network soundtrack. It's one of my favorite soundtracks, and I always use it like when I'm writing. Mm-hmm. I always just put it on in the background. And I went to go play it, and it was gone. I was like, "What the hell?" And I went back in, and it was on iTunes again, and I had to buy it again. And like, so I think I contacted iTunes, and I don't know if I ever got reimbursed for it. But I don't like the idea of them just taking it back. <laughs> like, I fucking bought it. It's mine. You can't right. take it back. So. I want to get back into digital, like actual physical media. And especially if, you know, the grid collapses and the apocalypse ends, I want to be able to watch John Wick 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> right, because that'll make you feel good. Yeah, exactly. Um, and which is why, you know, and, and, I, and I, tried, I ordered some records last night, but I was, you know, and, and records have gone, like, I just want stuff that I like that I listen to repeatedly on vinyl because it sounds better. Like, yeah. I, I have the Spotify and I've got CDs, but... Something about, but man, is vinyl got expensive. Sure, like sure, and I know it's like 180 gram colored vinyl with the, but like 30 bucks, 25 bucks. I'm like, oh, yeah. Like I, yeah. I, I, I liked when you could go out, and you could find good used records for like five bucks. You could used to be able to find them at a garage sale. Yeah, and now like you can't find that shit at a garage sale anymore. And if you do, it's like, 
what was it, the adults only polka album? Exactly, exactly, <laughs> yeah. Or there's always something with um, um, Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass is my one. Like if I challenge you, the next time you're looking to a bin of records at a thrift store, a flea market, whatever, is you were going to come across a Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass. Like it must have been the hottest thing that we never knew about, <laughs> and our parents weren't hip to it because you see it everywhere, and nobody's buying it used. No one's like, "Ooh, look, Herb Alpert, the Tijuana Brass." Yeah, well, and then also going through Dad's old record collection. Apparently, if it wasn't fucking Billy Joel or The Who, we weren't listening to it either. Or Zeppelin. Or Zeppelin. That's fair. So Or Queen. I don't think he had any Queen vinyl. No, he doesn't. Because I, I have all. His, I, would, I have most of his vinyl. Well, that whatever you didn't take, I have. I he had like the he had CCR, which I, I would have loved to have the, the copy of that one, Cosmos Factory. Um, no, I have his Tommy. I have his. Oh, nice. I have Who's Next. Who Are You? Yeah. Yeah, you have all this huge stuff. Quadrophenia? Did he have Quadrophenia? I don't have it. He may have had it, but I don't have that one. But I have the the collector's edition for album set of Woodstock. I don't know where that came from. Hmm. That's that's the one that has Hendrix playing the. Oh, the Star Spangled Banner? The Star Spangled Banner. It's four. Dude, it's four albums. So it's eight eight, eight, <laughs> eight sides. sides. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. That's the hardest thing. Like, I'll do work. Listen, in, in, in our new house, like, where I have the, where my records and everything are, there's a table there. It's nice, right by the front windows. And I'll do work, but it's like, like, the music will stop you. Like, oh, crap, that's been four songs. It's 22 yeah. minutes. I got to flip it over. Like, yeah. you forget what a pain records are, but they still sound really good. Yeah. Yeah. I got to get mine. I have to figure out. I don't know where my receiver is, because I still have that, the, uh, record player that you got refurbished the one from our room when we were kids that's still the record player i use well i bought you a record player for didn't no I? For... no you got you got the old one you went and got the new motor for the the needle and got me new needles and i have the the sears one from our room when we were kids hmm. and then i got, got you a me. copy of um combat rock from the clash didn't i no yeah i'm pretty sure I didn't. No. i'm pretty sure you didn't gave it to you for christmas one year like i got you no. that i thought i did no, you did not get me combat rod by the a clash. Copy of I did. like Belleville DeVoe or New Edition. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. All right. Uh, what else you got? Anything else? No, you didn't tell me to prepare anything. I like, know. How am I supposed? To... What else do you got? Hmm. Let's no, see. I, just... I have fleas. That's that's great. <laughs> <laughs> that's always fun. Thank to you get. for sharing the fleas. I'm glad I'm like twenty two hundred miles away. That sucks so bad. Well, at least look at it this way. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna uh, we'll come up with a topic. I'll come up with the topic for this week for for next week because we don't have to worry about a Browns game on Sunday, jacking this all up because they play on Monday. Yeah, and I'm so actually gonna might... be on a. I'm probably gonna be on a plane when uh, for half of the game. Um, so this just means my Tuesday will suck, right? Rather than my Monday. Well, let's, they're playing the Jets. Like everybody, like I, I, I we played the Titans. We played the Titans. But the this Titans week. are not. A bad team. Like they're the, the Titans are like nine and seven the last three years. They made the playoffs. Like not a bad team. But they're not a good team. They, they have a good quarterback and they have a good. No, line. they don't. Mar- Mar- I mean, no, I'm sorry, sorry. They have a good defense. Garbage. I didn't mean to say. I didn't mean to say good quarterback. They have Mar- a good Mar- defense, Mar- right? Like a solid, like awesome secondary, awesome defensive front. And even though their line was banged up, they could run the ball. Like they just uh, play, they play grind and pine. They, they play boring ass football. That's why everybody sleeps on the Titans. 
it's not Mariota's not super sexy. Like his stats were padded today because of that seventy-five yard screen. He threw the ball two yards, and he got ran at seventy-five. Yeah. So yeah, I don't want to talk. I'm just angry. Yeah, mm. me too. So, uh, rump. All right. So that was <laughs> rump for rump. All right. So that'll do it for this episode of Match Wits. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Match Wits. Uh, you'll see us retweeting a whole bunch of people falling down and getting hurt. Um, you will see us getting in Twitter battles about garbage pill kids and Ricky Henderson rookie cards. Um, you can go to our website at matchwits.com or matchwits.com. Uh, follow us, give us, rate us, give us stars, hopefully five or more. Yeah. Uh, have, you, have you got any ideas for topics? Yeah, we're all ears. <laughs> yeah, I've got, I think we're going to do, um, we're going to do baseball movies or, um, uh, Kevin Costner movies next time. Yeah. Yay. Exciting. That's I don't want to talk, talk about Kevin Costner for an hour. Now, we'll have to, there's, we're getting in the fall. I'm thinking we're going to want to, we, we, have we done horror movies? Well, we probably should, considering, you know, it's Coming going to be Halloween. Halloween soon. Did you see the Halloween remake? The one with Jamie Lee Curtis? No. Not I haven't that. seen a Halloween movie since probably Halloween 3. Okay. No, I mean the Halloween franchise. Michael Myers movies. Yeah. Since. So you watch Season of the Witch? The one nope. with the exploding. No. Nope. Yeah, that's the third one. That's the one that doesn't have Michael Myers in it at all. Oh, then I probably haven't seen it since Halloween 2. Okay. The third one might be one of the best ones. What's Damn. the one with the guy in the in the mask is kind of creeping around? Which one's that? <laughs> it's one, two, four, five, <laughs> six, seven, the remake. Everyone H2. but three? Yeah. Well, three, like, that was never, uh, Carpenter never origi- wanted it to be a, a bunch of sequels about Michael Myers. It was supposed to be about the season of Halloween. Right. So that's why the third one has nothing to do with Michael Myers whatsoever. And that didn't do very well. And so they were just like, all right, whatever, we'll go back to Michael Myers. And then he became like a druid curse and he was known as the, what, the nail or whatever it was. Yeah. Watch some horror movies. Yeah, far more than I did. Not my favorite genre, but maybe we'll do that. But I think we should get a little closer to Halloween to that. Right, we're sure. Coming, we're coming around. That's got to be a Halloween, Halloween episode. So, anyways, Chris, take us out. Nope, I will not. Okay. <laughs> until until next time. Yeah. Later, brother. See you, brother.